Welcome back to Hope for the Uprooted. I'm Susan Miller, and I am delighted that you join me today. I love the pleasure of your company. As women, we are constantly going through change and seasons of our life with circumstances that we need to know we are not alone. And I want to bring you God's Word of hope and encouragement as well as the personal support that I can give you having moved and been uprooted 14 times and gone through other major transitions in my life. And so I'm just so excited that uh, you've joined me today and I want to jump right in with sharing with you I just had this great idea a couple of weeks ago, and I thought, we are going into a long summer. I want to do a three-part series on moving with children and teenagers. And I thought, this is the perfect time because so many of my military listeners are PCSing to somewhere else, another military installation, either... um, in the United States or or internationally. And then there are those of you that will be moving for job reasons or any number of different circumstances all over the summer. And so I thought, gosh, this is a great time to nest in and talk about our kids and our teenagers. So I'm going to break it down into three parts. And I'm going to talk today about how to prepare your children and your teenagers before the move. And then the next part will be how, what happens during the move and how to handle, how to communicate, how to work with tips, suggestions on helping your children and your teenagers during the move. And then the last part, of our three-part series will be on after the move and settling in and how do you help them then. So this summer we're going to jump in and unpack our kids and our teenagers in moving. And I'm just so um, delighted that I, I just want you to have a little paper and pencil in hand, maybe take some notes, but uh, I want to give you some practical tips, some biblical uh, principles, uh, some stories that, you, that I have um, actually lived through and have come out on the other side uh, as a survivor of a major move. I've also gone through... Um, a a total change in my life when I lost my husband to cancer. So I have experienced being uprooted by major change in that loss and have done podcasts on loss and grief as I will again as a gentle reminder that God never leaves us nor forsakes us. So, I want to jump in and talk about before the move and what you can do, what to be prepared for, and what to be on the lookout for. I remember when we were moving from Atlanta to 
Phoenix and our son was at the time going in the seventh grade and when we told him we were going to move he turned around and walked out of the room and didn't say a word total silent treatment and our daughter who was going in the fifth grade was so bewildered and shocked and she just kept saying over and over and over again why mama why mama why mama every move would bring a different response from each of us in our family from tears to excitement from joy to sadness and I watched my son and my daughter at different ages go through all those emotions as I did myself and sometimes for me just the word move would numb me all over because as a mom as a wife my mind would whirl between the reality and the denial of knowing what a huge impact that one little word would have on the lives of our family move you see my husband was in the hotel business in the hospitality industry for most of our married life and moving was part of climbing the corporate ladder and we moved every two to three years you might be in a job yourself that requires moving frequently or your husband might be in a job that requires moving it was part of our lifestyle I came to expect it but I dreaded it I'd get excited then I'd get mad I'd look to the future with hope and then I'd live in the past with regret and many times I would say before the kids even said it I would say do we have to move do we have to go and then once I moved past that numb stage as a woman realizing the reality of what was ahead I began to think I've got to get my ducks in a row I have got to start uh, getting ready for this move and it was involving in my mind a lot more than just making lists and packing boxes I knew that I had to prepare my children and the importance of that can never be underestimated you see moving is as hard for your children and your teenagers actually harder for your teenagers than it is for adults they too are leaving behind friends and familiar places and their home and their school and everything they know and love and they have to start over just like you do in a new place in a new community and it is often very very fearful and hard an infant will miss the comfort of all that is familiar in their room because that is their world and they'll miss the comfort of everything around them that is so familiar a preschooler might worry about toys or pets being left behind did you ever think of that an elementary age child could be apprehensive about a different school a teenager could be moody withdrawn or angry over leaving friends 
You see, the effect of a move on children can be similar to a, a, a hurricane or a tornado or a flood because no matter how many warnings you get, you never fully realize the magnitude of its impact on your life and on those you hold dear. So, being properly equipped and prepared to weather the storm or the move can leave you and your loved ones bonded even closer by the experience because you're all in it together. And if you find that the storm or the move was greater than you anticipated or if you're unprepared or if it's more devastating than you could ever imagine, then you, my friends, are left with the loss and brokenness of a disaster. So I want to help you be prepared and equipped for what lies ahead. I don't want this move to leave your family in the wake of disaster. And the way you handle the preparation time before their lives become disrupted can have a profound effect on your children during and after the move. What you do, listen, listen, what you do and say and how you plan ahead can make a big difference in how your children feel about this move and how they adjust to the transition that lies ahead. So, when our family faced a major life change like moving, which happened every two to three years, we would always intentionally gather together and have a family meeting. I'm sure the very mention of a family meeting would conjure up some fear and apprehension about what is the subject going to be. But we believed that being upfront and honest with our children about any issue was important. That way, they would know the circumstances, we could answer their questions, listen to their concerns, and keep them informed about what was happening. And of course, this is all age appropriate. So bear in mind the ages of your children and prepare them accordingly. We were careful not to make any promises we could not keep because we didn't want them to have any unmet expectations and then blame us for things not going as promised. I remember one time uh, we lived in North Carolina and we made the mistake of promising our daughter that all her dolls would be waiting for her when we arrived at our next home. Oh my goodness, the box of dolls was lost in the transition and did not arrive at our new home. And I don't think she forgave us until she was really old enough to understand what happened. And maybe she still holds that against us. But we should not have promised that her dolls would be there. 
We also learn to take her favorite dolls with us, no matter how many they might be on the trip. Hopefully, the following tips will help you as you prepare the hearts of your children for the move to come. So, share the news with everyone in the family as soon as possible and be prepared for three questions that they will ask. Why are we moving? Where are we going? And when will we move? Spend some time explaining each answer and give as much information as you can, age-appropriate again. And the more time your children have to process what you've told them, the better. I've had so many um, children and so many teens say to me that they wish their parents had told them about the move sooner, where they could... Um, process it and think through it and begin to uh, understand it and wrap their head around it. And then keep everyone up to date, informing them daily or weekly about what's going on. You know, kids don't like surprises when it comes to life-changing events. It's always good to make it a team effort by involving everyone in the process. Give, give everyone simple but not overwhelming tasks to be done in their own time frame, like returning library books or going through old toys and games to pass on to someone else. Involving your children will encourage them to take ownership in the move. And if they're a part of the process, they will less likely to be critical. And then share some stories of your own childhood moves because children love to hear about parents' adventures and that they went through similar feelings and emotions. That is so important. Uh, whether they be um, funny, a funny story, or a, a meaningful story of what uh, a move, or how a move affected you. And then give them a little extra time. You might need to spend some extra one-on-one -on -one time with them. Um, it could be at bedtime or taking them out to lunch or having ice cream together or going for a walk. But And always, for me, I felt like buying lunch for our teenagers always worked. But give them a little extra one-on-one -on -one time. And then focus on the positive. Talk it up, not down. There's always something positive about where you're going to move. Think of one good thing each day about moving. And find out interesting facts about where you're going and share that. That might be a great project. Um, to check out where you're moving and have all the kids um, find things they want to do there or places they want to see. Um, you can go, of course, on the internet and find out just about anything you want to know. Um, it's just amazing how the world is so small and we can find out so much about where we're going by just a click on the computer. It's always good to check that out. And you know, I would tell you as a mom, 
to remember that you are the most important influence in the lives of your children and they are going to mirror what they see. And remember your attitude and your behavior is contagious. They will mirror what you model. If you're excited and see the move as a wonderful opportunity, it's more than likely your children will too. If you reflect negative attitude and act stressed or anxious, which I know we are, but remember they're mirroring us in our attitude and behavior. If you reflect that, they'll probably do the same. Key thing is remember that how you respond will affect their thinking and their behavior. So every now and then, ask yourself, what am I modeling to my children? Yes, you want to be real. Yes, you want them to know that you're in the trenches with them. And it's hard on you as well as it is them. But remember the constant attitude and behavior that you convey is contagious. And then one more thing um, that I want to remind you of. I had uh, a very great organized friend who was getting ready to move and she said to me, well Susan, we've got all our ducks in a row. We're ready to tell our kids about the move. We're ready to make it a team effort to keep them informed, to tell them all our stories about moving. We're ready to have one-on-one time together, check out where we're going, and be positive. She kind of went through my list for me and played that back to me. But you know what I said to her? Rather quietly, I said, after she'd rambled all this off in kind of her nervous state of of checking her list, I said, but you've forgotten to say one thing and to do one thing. And she leaned in towards me in curiosity. What, Susan, she said, and, and this is for real, okay? And I said to her, this is what I would say to my children. One thing that will never change is my love for you. No matter where we go, how far away it is, what kind of house we live in, or how many changes we have to make, I will always love you. And she stopped and she looked at me and she said, Oh yeah, I I forgot to say that. I, I don't have that on my list. And she laughed. And I said to her, you know, share with them that it's like God's love for us. His love never changes. Nothing can separate his love from us. No matter where we go, how far away it is, what kind of house we live in, God will always love you too. What a wonderful opportunity, my friends, to bring in the love of God in the midst of the chaos of a move. And she sat back and said, oh my gosh, she said, one more thing to say, one more thing to do is the most important thing, isn't it, Susan? And I said, absolutely, my friend, absolutely. Don't forget 
to encourage them simply and most importantly with your love and with God's love. And then I want to touch on the important part of saying goodbye. Okay? It is so important. Um, A young mom told me that her daughter, who was five, came in the house bursting into tears. And she said, oh, mom, she says, I'm going to lose everything. I'm going to lose my house. I'm going to lose my friends. I'm going to lose my teacher and my school. And I'm going to lose the street I live on. And now I'm going to lose my southern accent. You see, she was... (laughs) deeply rooted in the South and was going to be uprooted from even her Southern roots when they moved North. Gosh, the mom said to me, I wish that I had comforted my hurting child more because at five she could not understand all the things that were happening regardless of our move, but yet understood what she was going to lose. And a lot of times, regardless of our age, moving can leave us feeling like we've lost who we are as a person. And yes, to children or teenagers, friends and home and school and teachers and community and church and yes even their accent are a part of the picture of who they are and with the finality of saying goodbye to everything that's part of their world it seems their their picture of their world is shattered and sometimes let me tell you sometimes children and teenagers are too young to realize that life is a series of goodbyes and new beginnings. They can't comprehend that life will go on, that they will survive, and eventually the picture of who they are will come back into focus and take shape again. So, in the saying goodbyes, I want you to remember to say, to help your children, make it possible for your children Be intentional about saying goodbye to people who matter. That is so important to their part of closure. Family, friends, teachers, coaches, neighbors are just a few of the many people who help connect the dots in your child's world. And when they have to say goodbye to people they love, and those that have had an impact on their lives, it leaves them with a sense of sadness and can make the move even more traumatic. And they need to do that as part of their grieving to experience that and not look back and say, oh, I didn't tell my coach goodbye. He'll wonder where I am. All the things that they might think. And you might need to give them that extra tender loving care that's packaged with comfort and sensitivity and understanding. Saying goodbye to people who matter is so important to children as well as teenagers. 
and I know that um, it was very hard on on our children because they had a teacher that they loved and I remember how she became a family friend even to this day and we all cried when she came to our house to say goodbye and yet she is still a part of our life and I know that's a rare situation but the importance of having the hugs and the tears and the embraces and the goodbyes are huge to a children to our children and I want you to remember that you might have to reassure your preschooler that moving does not mean that they're going to leave mom and dad or if you're a single mom that they're gonna leave you behind their siblings their pets their toys that they are taking them with not leaving them behind and perhaps if you've had to downsize and take less to make sure you take that which is the most meaningful to them with toys emphasize that you're going to be together in a different place in a different house and they need to know that their world of family will not be changed by this move and like I said if you're a single mom you can do this because you are their world and God will accompany you as he does all of us no matter what your circumstances are and guide you as a mom on this maze of moving alone but remember the importance of saying goodbye and you know school-age children focus around family yes but also friends in school is an intricate part of their life and it's important that they might have a farewell party in their classroom and you bring the pizza uh, it, it's important that they have that closure and then with teenagers oh my goodness age 13 through 18 oh gosh they resist the change that moving brings to their life because at an age where teenagers are beginning to exert their independence oh my goodness all of a sudden they're pulled back into that kaleidoscope of emotions when the picture of their world is turned upside down a teenager's response to moving might be withdrawal emotional outburst acting out rebellion or resentment and they need that one-on-one -on -one time although they may push away they need your sensitivity and your understanding you need to understand that they too have feelings and emotions just like we do it is difficult for children of any age to understand and grasp life beyond what they know and love at this time and place because many of them cannot comprehend with all the endings that opportunities come for new beginnings so I, I really encourage you to get in the trenches with your kids because they need I can't say it enough sensitivity comfort understanding 
They need you to listen with their heart. Let them know that moving blues are normal. We're gonna, they're gonna be um, upset. They're, we're gonna be upset. Even good moves has its ups and downs until you settle back in. And remember that as difficult as it is, closure with friends and family is a necessary step to embrace what lies ahead. Remember that. It's part of embracing what lies ahead. Create that safe atmosphere, my friends, where your children can talk about their feelings without guilt or fear and let your faith shine. Be an example of a mom who puts her trust and faith in God who is always there for us. Gosh, so many different ways to say goodbye. Have a goodbye party, gather together friends, visit those that you really want to say goodbye to. If they can't come to you, you go to them. Maybe remember your child's friends with a small gift of friendship or a picture or your new address if you know it. Those are all meaningful things. And then not only do they need to say goodbye to people and family, but they need to say goodbye to the places they love because that's as important as their goodbyes to family and people. Anything, anywhere that gives the picture of your children's world significant, significance and form become a part of who they are. It defines their life just as it does ours. And it could be uh, the community center, your church. It could be the street or the park. It could be a friend's house. saying goodbye to any place that's special is an important part of closure. I remember that a creek ran through our backyard when we lived in Georgia and and Bill and Ginger loved that little creek and I would watch them throw rocks in it all the time and wade to the other side and giggle as their feet got wet and intentionally on the day the moving van came I said, let's walk down to the creek together. And each of us shared a memory of the creek as they threw and I threw and their dad threw a pebble in the water. And we left behind our memorial markers, an idea that I took from Joshua 4-7. These stones shall become a memorial. So we recounted a special memory and then threw a little pebble or small rock in the water. And then we walked across the rocks one last time and headed back to our house with the water rippling behind us. And do you know, after all these years, it takes only a moment for all of us to recall that little creek, the sadness of saying goodbye, replaced with the joy of remembering. So remember that you need to say goodbye to places. Maybe take a picture or a video or keep a memento from that place. 
any number of things. The kids can can write in a journal about special people, places, and memories because we do cherish memories. Maybe they want to keep a scrapbook of pictures of friends um, or autograph a shirt with everyone's name on it. And every time they wear it, they're getting a friendship hug. Or maybe create a special memory box. It's just so important to um, do something that will create uh, a lasting memory. That, too, is part of closure, as sad as it might be, and prepares them for the next chapter of their life. Gosh, at this very moment, uh, you might be struggling with your own goodbyes. And I'm talking about your children, but I haven't forgotten you. Um, you are always on my mind. That's, that's, you're part of my world. We are in this world of change together. And I understand having walked through the tightrope of balancing your own emotions at and feelings as well as trying to encourage your children. I know how hard that is. But don't lose hope, my friends. God will fill the emptiness in your heart and the loss of friends and family in your life. He'll replace your goodbyes with hellos. And let him care for you. I love that old hymn that says, Leaning on the everlasting arms of Jesus. Uh, That always says it best for me. The words come to mind when I need to be reminded that his arms are waiting to care for me and for you. Leaning, leaning on the everlasting arms, I have the blessed peace with my Lord so near. I, I just... I hope that I've given you some nuggets that will help you and help your children in moving closer together and not only helping them say goodbye to people and family and and places and and make take memories with them but also in how to be prepared and prepare your children with the why and the where and the when and some tips that you can do. Oh my goodness, I'm looking forward to our next part two series where we'll talk about during the move and what that looks like and what you can do and how to work through that with your kids. But in the meantime, I want to encourage you that Hope for the Uprooted is one of the many ways that Just Move Ministry reaches out and encourages you, the mover, you, the uprooted woman. And you can go on our website at justmoved.org and find all of our resources, blog, podcast, uh, networking, tips, uh, uh, devotions, all kinds of things that will help you not feel alone and know that others, too, have walked this road I encourage you to go uh, on our Facebook page, Just Moved Facebook page. We have a Just Moved community that is private where you can um, 
ask questions or share your feelings or uh, find out from other women who have gone through the same things you have, um, what they did and, and how they might encourage you. There are just so many things that Just Move Ministry does to come alongside you from not only our Bloom publication that you can register for, our Just Move community, we also have a wonderful prayer team that will pray for you. You can submit that on our website. So check us out and always remember to move closer to Jesus. It just doesn't get much better than that. And I'll see you next time. Hope for the Uprooted with Susan Miller is a production of Just Moved Ministry. Just Moved Ministry is a non-profit, non-denominational ministry dedicated to the emotional well-being, spiritual growth, and ongoing resilience of women uprooted by a move or other major life change. Susan Miller is the founder of Just Moved Ministry and the author of After the Boxes Are Unpacked. Around the world, women uprooted by a move are gathering in After the Boxes Are Unpacked study groups. Together, they form friendships and find belonging in a new community while seeking to understand how God is using their move to grow and deepen them. Learn more at JustMove.org, where you can sign up for weekly words of encouragement, subscribe to Bloom, an inspirational publication, and read new articles every month that inform and inspire. Join the Just Move community and the Just Move community Facebook group, a place to connect with and be encouraged by other women anticipating or recovering from a move.